0: On this episode of Money with Friends, four refunds you may be able to get during the coronavirus pandemic with guest co-host Money Tree author Chris Guillebeau. It is Tuesday, July 28th, and this is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: What's up, I'm Chris Guillebeau. I am the author of The Money Tree and other books, a uh, big fan of Bobby Rebell, Uh coming to you from my studio.
0: I'm a fan of Chris Gillibo. This is the Money News show of, uh, wait, you're messing me up, Chris. We taped this live. This is the Money News show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Money Tree author, Chris Gillibo. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And this episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Blinkist. With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books, all the books you want to read, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com forward slash MWF to try it for free for seven days. And here's where it gets good, guys. Save 25% off your new subscription. That is Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com forward slash M-W-F to start your free seven-day trial. You will also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com forward slash M-W-F. And full disclosure, I actually paid full price for Blinkist when I signed up about a year and a half ago, and I love it. I don't know. Are you a big reader, Chris? You're I a big am. writer. I, I
1: Yeah, I I try to read from time to time. It's a good thing.
0: Yeah, it is a good thing. It's a very good pandemic activity is to catch up on your reading. And the thing with Blinkist is that it actually I use it a lot to preview books because I need to just check it out before I invest fully in reading the entire book. So Blinkist kind of summarizes what you're in for and we'll talk about it more later. But Chris, welcome back.
1: Thank you. It's great to be back. It's been uh, what's been like a month or so. It's been a month or so,
0: and what's new? You've been very busy. I love your Side Hustle School podcast, by the way.
1: You are so kind. Um, In terms of what's new, I don't think there's a whole lot that's new. You know, it's just like the months are kind of rolling along in this 2020, and uh, I think all of us. I mean, depending on where people are watching from, I think all of us were hoping, you know, to be able to um, and just have a bit more freedoms in terms of travel and you know and such. But of course, you know. Um, the situation is what it is. So for me, I'm just, uh, I'm just doing some writing, doing some work and running. So nothing terribly exciting. I haven't been to any big concerts. How about you?
0: No, I have not. But, and, and it's been interesting though. We're going to be talking about refunds you can get. I've gotten, there've been a few, um, uh what do you call it um events that i was supposed to go to especially even in the fall that are rolling around and i am getting emails asking you know whether i want the refund or to roll it forward a year i know that's something that you are dealing with yourself with your world domination conference so we're going to talk about what kind of refunds people can and maybe should get in our story let's see which friend is going to lead us into the headline
1: hey it's paul from the crazy money podcast Just like hanging out and chatting about the news, that's why I tune in to Money with Friends. We're going to talk about four refunds you may get during the coronavirus pandemic. COVID-19 has emptied a lot of people's bank accounts, but some of that money may come back. That's the key promise here. There aren't many positives to take from the coronavirus pandemic, but there may be some upside. For instance, you may have relished the extra family time while sheltering in place. Or maybe you've taken far more nature walks than you did in the past and plan to continue them even after the pandemic. And of course, there are the refunds. That's what we're talking about here. That's the best Mm -hmm. part. Everything from concerts to conventions seems to be canceled or postponed. And so naturally, a lot of people who have paid money for experiences or services and aren't getting them would like their money back. So what type of refunds are being doled out? Get your wallet ready, but keep your expectations in check. So first up, we've got insurance refunds. Earlier in the year, a number of insurance companies, including Travelers, Geico, State Farm, and Progressive, uh, just to name a few, began refunding money to customers since so many people weren't driving the way they had been. So I guess they're talking about car insurance there mostly. Yep. Uh, it wasn't wasn't all that much, uh, maybe fifteen to twenty five percent of your April and May premiums, depending on the company. Uh, will insurers continue to refund customers their money? Um, that's the question. And they got the author of the story got a firm maybe from Loretta Warders, Vice President of Media Relations at the Insurance Information Institute. Uh, she said the answer depends on what happens going forward.
0: Yeah. So have you gotten any refunds in terms of auto insurance?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I don't actually know uh, about auto insurance. Like, my, my, I mean, I should, I mean, this is the thing. Like, my bill is on, like, an auto pay. So, I was like, I should go back and look, right? You I should. Think, um, yeah. I mean, I've gotten some, I was trying to think I've gotten some other refunds. But I think for a lot of these things, you have to ask for them. Like, I'm, I'm impressed that there's some proactive refunding going on. But I think a lot of the things you have to ask for. So, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. Well, so, this is, so, by the way, this is a piece in U.S., um, what is uh, this is by jeff williams and mm. the piece is from um CNCF. us i have oh, us, US North news North, right. us, US news yeah us, North US North news we want to make sure to credit that so i actually have some good news to share so even without asking geico which we have our auto insurance with did proactively um give us a, a credit i think it was probably about 20 percent um at that time and I was very impressed with them. And they I, they must have sent, I think they sent, an, they sent a, a snail mail letter, like a, a letter and probably an email as well, if I recall correctly, to just let us know that they were kind of, you know, it was a compassionate letter. It was sort of, we understand there may be, you know, everyone's suffering financially and we see that because people aren't driving as much, our claims have gone down and we want to pass that on to you. And I thought that was really, really good of them. Great customer relations. Um, and again, I have no financial ties to Geico other than having their insurance. So that's just what happened with that brand. So I was pretty impressed with that. So that may come to you automatically, everybody, but it may not. So everyone, including Chris, is going to go look at their last few months' statements. And if you did not get a credit from your auto insurance company, you should ask them for one. All right. Next up, go for it.
1: Next up, what are we on to? Tax um, refunds. Tax refunds. Okay. So tax refunds, as everyone knows, instead of April 15th, uh, this year tax day was July 15th. Maybe somebody not didn't know that. Who knows? But, you know, anyway, tax day was July 15th, uh, which means that a lot of people are still receiving their tax refunds. So what to do with your refund? Uh, well, if you want some guidance, Misty Lynch has some advice. Uh, she's a certified financial planner like yourself, Bobby. So we'll have to fact check her answer here. Um, she says... While it is usually tempting to go on vacation or make a big purchase, things are very different due to the pandemic, okay? Um, She suggests thinking about sinking your refund into an emergency fund, um, but paying off debt is always a good strategy. Um, So if you have savings and your debt isn't out of control, maybe save the money for a vacation in 2021 or invest it.
0: I think that's really great advice. I think overall though, cash is king these days. If you're at all worried, nobody ever complained that they had way too much money in the bank. So definitely think about boosting that savings account. We recently did a study. I work um, with Tally, full disclosure, and um, they did a study and they found that 45% of people that they surveyed, the number one thing people were worried about was in fact their emergency savings fund more than other things, more for example, than whether or not the government benefits would continue. People were worried about that too. but 45% were most worried about their savings so definitely beef up your savings if that's something you can do. Um, I'm going to do the next one because this sits really close to home for me. The next one is college refunds. Most colleges have not refunded money to students who are online during the spring, but look hard enough and you'll find some that have. For instance, Louisiana colleges are planning to give back at least $24 million to students. If you're one of the lucky recipients of a tuition refund, many experts say it's best to just put the money back into your 529 because you could be taxed or penalized by the IRS whoa for receiving that money and uh, Lynch agrees back to the CFP put the refund back into the 529 and count yourself lucky because college refunds are pretty rare and then she says if you're not going to be doing that she has another idea if you believe you'll be attending school virtually you could use the funds to get a new computer which this is great would be considered a qualified expense so then instead of paying taxes you would be getting a tax deduction how about that
1: Nice. nice pretty good pretty good I'm curious about how many colleges, like it says, most colleges have not refunded money. You know, I wonder what the percentage will be going forward and how much the the pressure of one institution or one system is going to affect, you know, what others do and such.
0: Yeah, it's look, speaking as a parent of an incoming junior in college, Mm -hmm. it is a very frustrating situation because... At my son's school, they raised tuition and gave no credits towards anything, and it's going to effectively be online. So we are paying more money to be online, which is so not right, okay? I get that their expenses are what they are, but there's got to be a lot of expenses that have gone down. All those people not coming into buildings and so on. I just think there's got to be a better way. I mean, it just – I don't like it.
1: I think things are going to change. I think that's what's going to happen. It's like things are going to change for the whole – educational uh, process because it's not just about their expenses like it's nice that we're thinking of their expenses but it's also like what is the experience of the students Mm -hmm. right you know and part of the experience that you guys have been paying for like for your junior is um is not just like for the online learning because there's all kinds of ways to learn online right but you're actually supposed to be in that environment and you know, all the the benefits that are supposed to come from that and such. So I think a lot of things are going to change with that.
0: I sure hope you're right. But for now, we're kind of stuck because we don't want to disrupt his education and he wants to learn. And this is the best situation we can be in right now. But it's frustrating. But for those parents and students that are getting and grandparents that are getting refunds, congratulations. And I hope you are leading the way. So, but now the final one. This one, I think, is the most interesting to many people and really hits home with so many of us. Go for
1: it. Yeah, this is something that I think that uh, that applies to everyone, Um, so or at least most people. Travel and other consumer refunds. So it's not just travel. It's like gyms, hotels, airlines, festivals, trade shows. You know, if there was a crowd involved, it's probably been scrubbed off the calendar this year, uh, which means there are a lot of businesses that have had to refund payment because so much has been rescheduled or canceled. Um, If you're able to get a refund, that's great, problem solved. Uh, If not, basically try escalating, try talking to a manager instead of a customer service rep. Um, And this is uh, Becky Beach, who's a design consultant and life coach. Um, And if that manager who should have more power to make monetary decisions can't or won't help, uh, she suggests you contact your bank and have them issue a chargeback, um, mm-hmm. you know, for your company to refund um, the money. So I think so we go back to like gyms, hotels, airlines, festi- There, there's a lot of stuff that people are not using. And if you're not using, you shouldn't be paying for it, essentially. So I, I, did, I did notice that my gym, um, I think I have like two gyms that I'm paying membership for, but I haven't been for the past four months because they automatically, you know, stopped charging me, which is good. As they should, I would hope. Right as they should but i don't know i don't necessarily think that they that everybody would but i'm glad they did
0: well if they're closed i would think that they would stop i mean maybe they're waiting for people to call and see maybe some people wouldn't notice they were being billed
1: would that shock you
0: no it would not shock me right. so so as much as you feel comfortable sharing with us you've been on the other side of this you're planning a conference how have you handled the whole idea of refunds etc
1: yeah uh, well, again, to be, to be transparent, what we did, we, we didn't actually issue refunds. We, we, um, we essentially have rescheduled the entire event basically. Mm-hmm. And so we have said, you know, you, you've basically have registered for this event. The event is still taking place. Um, unfortunately it's not taking place when we all hoped it would, you know, it's not a question of like, you know, I changed my mind or, or something like that. Um, And so the event continues, you know, you still have a ticket for the event. But what we did was, um, we've always had this option of uh, transferring your ticket to someone else. Mm -hmm. And normally there's a fee for that we charge like a $100 transfer fee. Um, And so we have waived that fee for I think we said the rest of the year when we did this back in March. It was like a 9-month amnesty on the transfer fee. So if you don't if you're not able to come a year from now or if you need the money from the ticket, you can sell it to somebody else and there's a lot of people out there who are looking for tickets, so it's not really a, an issue in that way.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great solution. And I've been offered very similar things from some of the conferences that I had scheduled. For example, one of them, they said, well, if you want to keep your ticket for the rescheduled event and that date still works for you, you can keep it. And we're also going to do a virtual summit in between. And we're creating this whole online community that we never had before. And you can be a free VIP founding member of that. And a lot of benefits that come with that. So there was a big incentive to keep that. And they're also waiving the fees to transfer, what they, which they had. And this is an event that is sold out. Um, it's actually the Mom 2.0 Conference, which is an amazing event. And so that, I thought, was a great value for us. And it really doesn't cost them much, but it also um, gives you the feeling of choice,
1: Mm-hmm. Where you yeah. feel and like you're getting a it choice. Shows they're, they're trying to do what they can do, and such. We did a virtual summit as well, and we tried to make it clear that the virtual version is not a replacement, you know, for the like the, the in person experience that, that we do. Because we try to really have a lot of high production, and you know, all, you know, keynote speakers, all this good stuff for the in person thing. And we knew we weren't going to be able to do that, but we're like the virtual thing is, it's just a bonus, you know. It's like a, it's a it's a chance for us to come together as a community.
0: We record this live on Facebook Live and we also put the uh, the topics we're going to talk about out to our Instagram audience, which is that money friends pod. We asked our Instagram audience, have you been able to get a refund tied to coronavirus? Think canceled travel events, tickets, etc. So, Chris, what do you think our friends on Instagram had to say about this?
1: Yeah. Um, so I had some good, we had some good responses and some suggestions that I thought were good. So, um, CT McCoy said, uh, as soon as they're offered, jump through the hoops, don't delay. Like if there's something you have to do, um, that's their advice. Yes. Right. Is that right? Am I reading the right responses? I should confirm this with you.
0: No, no, no. You're reading the right responses, but first we were going to do the poll. We asked the poll yes or no. Have you been able to get refunds?
1: Sorry um what would i say that the the percentages
0: yeah how many people got refunds so far of something oh, tied to coronavirus and know about uh, it chris unlike you you probably did get an insurance refund and you know, don't know I about
1: it no but i just want to always be honest and give you honest i'm not but you know about I the gym money but you know about the gym
0: so that's good i do
1: um, <laughs> i would say at least 50 percent. i don't know at least that's my guess at least 50 so you, more than that
0: you think the majority did get some kind of refund
1: yeah. mm-hmm. you're correct Yay.
0: Okay, good. Um, 71% of our money friends said that they were able to get a refund tied to coronavirus and 29% said not, but maybe not so far. We hope that they will get a refund or maybe there's nothing they need a refund on because they didn't have anything out there that was vulnerable, which is also good. Um, okay, now you're going to read, we asked them if they have advice for people that want to get mm-hmm. refunds. This is the advice yes. from our money friends okay. on refunds.
1: Great, sorry for skipping ahead there. So um, CT McCoy, as soon as they're offered, jumped through the hoops. Um, Jessica Garbino-Rose said, patience, have some patience, especially with the cruise lines. Yeah, I mean, they're not gonna be operating for a while still. Um, I Am The Real Spoon said, ask. You know, so did Charm yes. 3000, ask, like that's the number one thing, just ask, right? Um, and then Money polls said, if the company won't budge, dispute the charge with your credit card. So I have no problem doing that either. I think it's good to try to work with the company first, right? Um, but yes, if you if you really are entitled for something and you haven't received the service and they're not doing anything about it, then why not?
0: Yeah. One of the big wrinkles in this, though, I will tell you, is that, and I won't say what it's for, but I did sign a contract with a vendor for an event that is postponed indefinitely. And um, there really is no out at all because sometimes you get, so I learned here when you do sign up for things, you do need to read that contract really carefully. And if it says um, non-refundable, no cancellations, they mean it in this kind of situation. A lot of businesses are hurting and they're just not gonna give you a refund even if it is better customer relations because they may not be able to afford it and they don't wanna set the precedent with everybody else that they also have deposits for. So my big advice for this in general ahead of time, if, if we were to turn back the clock would be read those contracts really carefully and um you may not be able to negotiate places may say we only do business this way and take it or leave it but at least you'll be aware of that i thought that there'd be more latitude with some people some vendors for an upcoming event i had and and uh there really isn't sometimes so read those contracts because it's nice to be nice like these insurance companies with the car insurance but not everyone's so nice and if you sign a contract saying it's not cancelable It doesn't say except when there's a coronavirus pandemic (laughs) on those contracts. So, right?
1: Going forward, that's what we're going to do next for all of our 2020, 2021 contracts. We're going to get that in there, but yes.
0: Exactly. All right. We're going to think about our takeaways for a moment while we talk to you about one of my favorite life hacks, because I love to read, as we talked about earlier. And if we're being honest, I have attention span issues, Chris, as you can tell. There's a reason that both of the podcasts that I host, this and Financial Grown Up, um, are 15 to 20 minutes. And there's a reason I am a super fan of Side Hustle School, because that is also a very short podcast. It comes out every day, but it's very short. So I was very excited to discover Blinkist, which solves that problem, because what's unique about Blinkist, and by the way, it works on your phone, your tablet, and your web browser, is that it takes the best, the key takeaways, and the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and then it condenses them down into just 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. So I actually, as I mentioned earlier, subscribed to this app personally about a year and a half ago, and it has been life-changing. I use it generally to preview books, most recently Becoming by Michelle Obama, which I now plan to read in That'll be my summer project because it is a really big book. And also as a refresh of some of my favorite books that I've read um, when they were first being released, but then I want to have a refresh because I may not want to reread the entire book, but I want to be reminded of the things that I really liked about the book and the takeaways because they're often things that you can use in your daily life. So one that I did recently, was How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital by Nathan Latka. I had interviewed him when his book first came out. And by the way, I highly recommend that book as well. So with Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books and all at one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com forward slash MWF to try it free for seven days and save 25% on your new subscription. That is Blinkist. Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T blinkist.com forward slash MWF to start your free seven day trial. And you will also save 25% off, but only when you sign up at blinkist.com forward slash MWF. Chris, let's talk about refunds again. Okay. What is your, okay. So what is your wisdom? Share with us your takeaway.
1: I don't know if it's a wisdom, but it's a takeaway. Um, my, my takeaway is pay attention to um, what the market leaders do in various industries, because that gives you leverage. If you have your auto insurance company or your gym or your, you know, with a different company, like if you're not with Geico, it's great that Geico did that, you know, for you, you didn't even have to make a 15 minute call, right? They did it for you. Um, It's great. But imagine you're, you have a different insurance company. Well, now when you call to ask them, you know, for your refund, if they're a little bit resistant, it's easy to say, but look, this is what Geico did. This is what State Farm did and Progressive. So what are you guys doing? Right. And I feel like, you know, this has happened with the airlines with all the change fees as well. Like they've they've had to change the change fees multiple times. And it's always because one airline comes out first and it's like, okay, actually we're going to make it, you know, another 60 days, another 90 days, or we're going to block middle seats and now there's pressure on other airlines to do the same thing. So I think pay attention to that and use that as leverage when you ask for a refund.
0: I love that, Chris. It's like peer pressure, right? Mm-hmm. It For business, peer pressure for right. business, right? right? There you go. And <laughs> leveraging it. So very well said. I think that, I don't know that I can top that. But so what I'm going to do actually, so I wrote this before we put out the question to our Instagram audience, which by the way, if you're not following us at Money Friends Pod, But it really echoes what a lot of our friends said, and that is make the effort to ask and tell your friends and family to ask as well. Spread the word. And if you do get a refund after you pick up a copy of Chris's book, The Money Tree, consider beefing up your emergency fund so that you will feel better and more secure and sleep more soundly at night, right?
1: Awesome. Yeah, my book is not refundable, by the way, just to be clear. Yes, just so you know.
0: But it is, it is, you, could, you could use it from the library. You can request that your library get it. Library sales count, too. So if, if you do uh, want to uh, save money there, you can still get to Chris's book. Um, Chris, thank you for joining us. You're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to be, be talking so about excited. ways to uh, make money without working. Uh, but before we let you go, tell us how people can find out more about you and be in touch with you.
1: Yes. Uh, well, thank you again for a wonderful conversation. Uh, my podcast, as you have kindly mentioned, is Side Hustle School. You can go to SideHustleSchool.com or listen to Side Hustle School wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, my main website is chrisgillibo.com and you can find all my books uh, wherever you shop for books.
0: And you don't forget your YouTube channel, which is growing. Yes.
1: Uh, is it growing? Oh, that's good. It is uh, growing. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Um, I'm doing a, a weekly YouTube live every Tuesday morning, 9am uh, Pacific time. So that's just also under my name. If you're on youtube.com type in Chris Gillibo or something close to it, it'll probably come up and then you can subscribe.
0: All right, we'll see you back here tomorrow, Chris. For everyone, if you want to learn more about Chris and all of our season four and all of our actually alum co-hosts, you can go to our website at moneywithfriendspodcast.com. And as I mentioned, please do follow us on social on both Twitter and Instagram. We are at moneyfriendspod. If you want to be part of our Instagram uh, polls and quizzes and questions and get a shout out in the show. Please stay close to the Instagram stories. And also, hey, leave us a review. We love reviews. We uh, appreciate all of them. Go to uh, most of them. I think the best place is generally Apple Podcasts, but I'm sure some other places have reviews too, wherever you listen. And thank you all for being part of our show. We'll see you next time. Bye.
1: The created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihi and Bobby Rebell, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC, copyright 2020.